0: Hey, welcome to The Deep End, which is just a super casual conversation about life, love, and faith between two BFFs who pressed record. This is where we'd like to give less answers and ask more questions. The place where we're not afraid to talk about the real things like COVID-19 and sit in the awkward moments of the unknown. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey 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 how are you dude i am actually i'm not tired i feel like this is the first time in a long time where i'm not tired and it's probably what i know it's weird it's weird i feel uh rested but it's like that forced quarantine kind of rest (laughs) the kind of rest
1: you didn't actually bring upon yourself
0: (laughs) yes exactly the forced forced rest um but yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Homeschooling has not been going great, but I'm trying my <laughs> best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's going just fine. I see your oh. stories. They're super cute. Oh, man. Today we decided Tyson was teaching symphony math and mm-hmm. she was getting super frustrated. And I realized that she thrives on peer support in learning. And so Ooh. like, if there's three or four kids at the table and they're all learning the same thing, she feels... Like she's part of something, but mm-hmm. the one-on-one stuff she can't. She's like, I don't want to. It's too hard. I don't know.
1: She feels motivated uh, in the group setting.
0: Yes, absolutely. Whereas nice. bravery's like, she's like, just tell me what to do. Let me get it done so I can go play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're wasting both of our time. Yes. <laughs> That's so cute. Exactly. But That's yeah, awesome. How are you? Well, we're good. I feel like we're finding a new normal um which at first I didn't want to do because I didn't want to admit that this was going to take so long and that it was going to mm. be you know long enough to establish a new normal but I think that's where we're at um so today I think um it would be cool to just kind of talk about like how you've noticed uh the impact in your household um you know with schools closing and work changing uh, shifting like mm. overnight um you know, how it's impacted your guys' family, how social distancing is impacting you guys. Um, I think it is uh, worth considering how, like, as a nation, we're all going through this at the same time. Like, it's not you in in your home and me in my home, and, and it's everybody. So it's really interesting, I think, to think about that. So, so yeah. So yeah. Let's talk about that today. I, th- I think that
0: one thing I'm really – Uh, pleasantly surprised by is how much humanity has unified Mm. and like it and it's hard it's hard to know like is this just my world or is it the whole world um but even around my world's pretty music centric. And so like I'm watching all these artists do these live concerts, you know, on Insta Live, yeah. Facebook Live, like I open up Instagram and everybody's live at the same time all the time. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Justin Bieber has just been live since the quarantine. The <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think it's like really cool and neat. I saw like Johnny Swim was doing a bedtime concert with, um, mm. Uh, Stephen Cur- Curry, Stephen Curry. I don't know how to say his name. Um, but him and his wife and his kids. And just like, and they had Hillsong United on there tonight, Carrie Job and her husband. And so I just think it's like this cool um, thing that the world sees a lack and they're just yeah. showing up. Like I have a, I have a friend, a nurse mm. friend, um, who is a geriatric nurse. And she is literally just collecting money for people. So she's like, hey, I have a single mom who just got laid off and she needs groceries this week. Does anyone want to buy her groceries? And people will literally just Venmo her yeah. hundreds Dude, of dollars. And, yeah. so, and she will like screenshot the conversation so everyone knows she's legit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, here's $250 from the Instagram world. Go buy your family groceries. Um, so it's just really cool to see people, like when we're bored, stuck in our homes, just looking around being like okay what can who can I help what can I do
1: what um, I love about that is like it just seems like everyone's kind of offering what they have from where they're at like with yeah. the artists like that makes the most sense like they're gonna do they're going to make music they're going to do something it's like why not open it up to everybody everybody else have you been watching these um, <laughs> cracking up at Jimmy Fallon doing his tonight show with oh, his kids gosh. have you seen this in his house I had and his it, but oh, it's amazing about it. <laughs> I just love it because it it really is just like everybody is trying to continue on, you know, doing what they do with what they've got. And thankfully, mm-hmm. I mean, technology is such a tool that we're we're able to do that. Like we're able to go live from our cell phones and yeah and hear each other and see each other and have this connection still but jimmy fallon's late night has been just cracking me up his girls are always like all over the place and his wife is recording it it's so amazing dude
0: it's so great my favorite meme so far is like you remember that british reporter who had to work from home and his kid comes busting in oh my gosh yes and
1: he, still so funny and The memes like remember when we made fun of this guy and now we are this guy now we're all this guy yeah <laughs> seriously, Ish and I have just been like alternating. <laughs> uh, I feel like, I feel like there's two categories of people. Like some people suddenly had nothing to do. And then mm-hmm. some people had so much more to do than normal. And I have yeah. the, so much more to do than normal category. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so you guys I've been making it work. So Ish is now working from home and I'm also working from home and my classes are online. Um, so I've had to make meetings like live meetings like with zoom and all that good stuff mm. um so we're kind of just alternating like ish normally ish goes to work in the morning and i am with the kids and at home doing our school schooling and so we still do that he's just upstairs so in the morning we make coffee and then i tell him all right have a good day and he goes upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. it's the little things we've got to maintain so <clears throat> um so that's been fine i think it's just I think yesterday I had a really heavy day where I was just feeling like the, like just realizing, I think it was grief. I think it was grief or like, Mm. or expectant grief because I was realizing just how many people have lost their jobs and are like coming Mm. up to that point where they're like, how are we going to pay our mortgages? How are we going to pay our bills? How are we going to buy our groceries? Like what do we not pay? Um, And we're not in that situation, but it just, it just made me think of that and it made me think of people that, that are alone, like they live alone. And mm-hmm. so they're social distancing yeah. and they're alone. And it's just, I don't know, it just felt really heavy um, because so many people are experiencing it. But at the same time, like we are all experiencing it. So there is, yeah. like you said, so much compassion and so much um, empathy just going just going out from all these people that are in the same boat. Um, yeah. So... I was trying, uh, yesterday I was thinking, like, how can we, like, should we just be continuing on as much as possible, like making our meetings um, on Zoom and, and, you know, transferring all our work to online and just trying to do Bible study through Zoom and just keeping everything the same as much as possible, Um, you know, and where is the space for us to kind of just sit and look at Mm. what's happening and kind of take in the weight of it. So yesterday I felt kind of torn between the two and I hadn't felt that yet the weight of it. Like I've been laughing at the memes and, you know, kind of dealing with it, but I don't know. Have you had a moment like that where you're like, maybe we should stop for a minute and pay attention to like, what are we as a nation going through and learning about and how are we going to come out of this? Like as a, you know, things like this impact generations. Like I just think about I mean, we're not on that level yet, but this is this is really the only thing subjectively that we've experienced that's been this extreme in our generation, in our lifetime. Um, I just think it's going to have like a ripple effect. So sometimes I just, I'm just not sure if I should be like, let's carry on with everything we have and be super productive girl at home. Yeah. And maybe I just want to sit and think about what everyone in the world is going through right now.
0: I think it's, I've gotten to the point where if I don't, I've had to force myself to stop every day because Mm. if I don't, I will just go, 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 go until like a week or two have gone by. And I send myself into like a straight anxiety ridden moment where Mm. everything feels like it's falling apart. The sky feels like it's falling. People are dying everywhere. And so I think, I think there is, I didn't even think about that until you said, like, there is something, um, insensitive is not the right word, but there is something about us trying to maintain normal when the world is, in fact, very much not normal, and, like, is there a right way and a wrong way to do that, because now we're all grieving, but we're all grieving over the same thing in different Mm -hmm. vantage points, and, um, we're trying to maintain, economies and systems and education and I almost wonder if there's going to come a point where like somebody maybe it's the queen of England <laughs> stands up and just says like can we just have a moment of silence for the world you know like can we just can yeah I'll just stop for a second and think about what's going on um, mm-hmm. I feel like I've been in go mode for a while um, but what's cool about about i feel like our our environment is that um we canceled postponed pretty much everything every event every everything that wasn't about people we Mm -hmm. just shut it down and said we're not going to do this we're not going to do that we're only we're going to be online we're going to be praying for people we're going to be meeting needs for people we're going to make sure that sunday our sunday experience happens because there is a level of normal that people are looking for and it's I think it's not even normal. It's just assurance. Like people are looking yeah. for assurance. And I honestly think that the church is the only facet of the world right now that can actually give people assurance. Like the government has no way of knowing they can predict, right? but they have really have no way of knowing how we're going to come out of this. You know, yeah. the medical world, like they're trying to figure out the numbers. They're trying to flatten the curve. They're trying to start campaigns to get people to stay in their houses. And, like, the church really, at the end of the day, the Christians are the ones who can actually say, wait a minute, like, I have this hope, and this hope mm. comes with full assurance that Jesus yeah. is still on the throne, that God is who he says he is, he can do what he says he can do. Um, so, I think that's probably why I haven't been spun into a panic yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do feel the, I feel the heaviness in just reading, reading the news and knowing, like this virus is in every community and some people just don't know it yet. And how I mean, my grandparents yeah. are older and they're two of them are up in Seattle. One of them is in California. And, um, mm. I'm just like, God, what, what's happening? <laughs> what's yeah. happening? And what, what can I do about it? You know, besides just stay in my home.
1: Yeah. What do and you I do with like the that's... stress? Like, what do you do with the heaviness? I mean, yesterday I just let it be heavy. I don't do that often, and it, but it, but if I don't do it occasionally, it it will it will consume me, and I'll carry it around like stress, and I'll carry it around like um, anger, and I'll carry it around mm-hmm. like a lack of patience, and it comes out real quick. So yesterday it felt heavy, and I just I just like conceded. I'm like, all right, like it's heavy. I'm just gonna. I literally like laid in bed, and I just I had worship music on, and I was just with my AirPods, and I was just thinking. I was just thinking about all the people, um, you know, even people like in my immediate family that have lost their, they don't have any income. It's gone. Mm. Like it's already gone. And, um, you know, for, for both, for both, um, husband and wife. And it's like, what do you do? Like, what do you do with your mortgage? What do you do with your kid? What do you tell your kid? Um, yeah. So I think I just let it be heavy. I prayed. I told God like this sucks. I think there's a weird, there is a weird, like, I think the most difficult part is not, I'm not, I don't feel fearful of the virus. Like, I I don't feel afraid to get sick. I'm not afraid of losing, like, people I love. Like, I'm not afraid of them dying. I think I'm more, I just feel the heaviness of, like, the, the job loss and the, and the distancing mm-hmm. from community. And I need people. Like, I'm an extrovert and I'm, <laughs> like... I'm like in my house, like, how can I reach as many people as possible and feel connected to them? Like a, like a true connection. And, you know, I, my mom and I are really close and I, I'm trying to like see her, but I can't. And it's, Mm. it's just not the same. And I, I miss like all of the connection. Um, and I think that actually is going to have the biggest impact on me and, and our families and, um just like the the idea of like social distancing for long periods of time like we need each other so i i love that
0: could you imagine going through this and not having technology like could you imagine actually being like okay i guess i'm gonna send a letter yeah to my family or friend like Well, and just like the lack
1: of information and the lag of well maybe sometimes a lack of information would be good I do, um, I don't watch the news. I only read the news. Like I only read some news and I have to limit it. Cause I can't sit here and watch these numbers go up. Like it's just, yeah. it's good to be informed. And I think that everybody has to discern where that line is between information and obsession and information and kind of panicking over the information. Um, because I really think it starts to impact your mood. I've, I felt it like I've had a couple days where I'm like watching these numbers tick up and I'm like, I have got to stop looking at this and Mm. it's not like a head in the sand. Stop looking at it. It's like, a okay, I'm aware and I, I know that's what's happening. So now what do I do? Um, and so, I mean, those answers, there's, I don't have anything particularly magical. (laughs) I mean, I've been praying a ton. I've been staying connected to the church body. I've been, I've been reading, um, I've been reading my bible i'm in i'm in john right now um and i've been running which is weird because i don't usually run outside anymore because i got attacked by a dog do you know this story no what oh god i you know i can't no a long time ago so i used to run a lot outside (laughs) it was probably trauma i haven't dealt with i used to run outside a lot um i used to run outside a lot when i was younger um, after high school while I was in college and I got attacked by a dog once and i i just couldn't i didn't have the peace outside running outside anymore and so it, it didn't serve its purpose because it wasn't it wasn't really for health I actually don't enjoy running that much it was more for like the peace and and the time and it hated it while it was happening but, but I felt so good after and it felt so good to get outside and but after the dog, I just couldn't. But since this, I need to get out of this house. I need to get yeah, out. Seriously. I need to exhaust my body because it's carrying all this weird grief and loneliness and social distancing. And I don't like it. So I ended up running, just trying to exhaust, I think, exhaust my body so my mind could So you just, down. like, go
0: for, what, 20, 30 minutes and run as hard
1: as you can? I just ran, which is not very hard because I haven't been running in a long time died. Today I was really proud. I ran two and a half miles and I wow. haven't run that far in I don't know how long. A couple years. A few years. It was it so. because
0: the last time you ran that long it was because we were running around Lake Harvesting and you <laughs> lied to me about how long the lake was. You're like, oh, I think it's yeah. like a quarter mile a mile later. <laughs>
1: we're gonna have to tell this
0: story one day. It's a good one. I like it. But this is the longest quarter mile of my whole life. <laughs>
1: As, okay, so so we were running, yes. When we lived in the same city, there was a day where I was like, Jules, let's go running. You're like, I don't like to run. And I'm like, no, we'll just run around this lake. It's only, what did I say? I don't remember. It was, it was an you outright it was a quarter lie. Mile. Quarter mile. It had to be at least three miles. <laughs> I'm just like running beside you. I'm like, at what point is she going to realize that we have been running way
0: longer than a quarter mile? I almost wondered, like, did she say this as a joke? Thinking I'd be like, no, <laughs> but I have no, no, like understanding of how long a mile actually is because i don't i don't run
1: you're like wow it's been a long time since i run a quarter mile. oh man
0: presidential physical fitness
1: for my booty how are you handling like the when you feel anxious or you feel stressed how are you guys are you are new habits coming up are you kind of relying on your old on old habits like how are you guys managing that as it comes up
0: yeah, I'd say initially I didn't handle it very well. Um, I have become obsessed with vacuuming my house, and um, like, and I don't have very much house to vacuum. <laughs> but and you have hardwood floors. Yeah, in my living room I have a hardwood floor, but I do have a big rug. Um, mm. But even in like the girls' room, and just like the idea of pushing a vacuum and pulling it and seeing the line create. <laughs> Like it gives me some sense of control where I'm like, okay, if I push this machine and then pull it, it will do what I told it to do. Um, whereas like my kids, I'm like, please sit down and do your homework and they don't, or I'm like, please sit down and eat your lunch and they don't. Um, with Tyson, I'm like, can you please take the trash out? And he no, I'm just kidding. He's been like <laughs> <laughs> He's been awesome. <laughs> but awesome. it's like the I don't know, it's just like this cleansing thing for me where the last like three or four nights I vacuum my whole house. We put the kids to bed and I vacuum like while they're still kind of awake. Mm-hmm. Um But I had a pretty sizable panic attack uh last Friday and mm. I had realized that I was, we went into like crisis mode at work. So we were producing, 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 getting everything together, getting everything situated. And I just realized we didn't stop for like eight or nine days in Mm. a row. And so I had like a half hour and I was like, okay everyone, it's nap time. I'm just gonna sit down and read this book. And because I was going a hundred miles an hour, I finally stopped. And then all the emotion Mm. of the crisis caught up with me. Um, Yeah. And I just got super afraid. I was afraid that I was going to die, that my family was going to die, that that we are going to lose our jobs, that we were going to – the world was going to – like, I literally was like, the world is going to end. The zombie apocalypse is going to happen. I don't have enough – From Corona, which doesn't
1: make sense, <laughs> yeah, the jumps. <laughs> like, it was <laughs>
0: really wild. I went gro- – I panicked grocery shopped, and we had already grocery shopped, and okay. – um, so I realized grocery shopping is my coping mechanism, which is really weird, but it, I find it really relaxing. And I feel like I, if I can purchase
1: enough things. Do you go alone? Like I'm, I'm sorry. Done. I need I to understand this. Do you yes. go alone? I do. Okay. Because you said that and I was like, what? I never go alone. I always take all the kids with me. Oh, why? Because I go Because I go during the day while it's just at work. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to leave at night. So I take ev- every time I go grocery shopping, probably 90%, 95% of the time, I take the kids with me.
0: <gasps>
1: but how do you, how? <laughs> how do they stay in by you? They just, I mean, it's like herding cats. This is my <laughs> analogy. Like, having kids at the grocery store, it's like herding cats. And Eli will still sit in the front, but the girls, like... They they would sit in the cart, but at this rate I'm shopping for a family of five. Like the cart is full very soon. So the girls have to walk. So I'm like, over here, over here. Oh wait, not that's too far. And it's like this weird, like hurting situation. And they never <laughs> notice when like other people's carts are coming. So I'm constantly like pulling them out of the way and saying, I'm so sorry and <laughs> yeah. But I will say that I'm part of me actually I had a weird thought, uh what was this? Yesterday I told this, I was like, I've gotten the kids so used to coming places with me that now we're not going anywhere and they're gonna forget all the things i taught them about being at the grocery store (laughs) (laughs) just such a weird thing to think oh
0: that is are they gonna get used to this new normal i've thought about that like the first day i have to take my kids back to school they're gonna lose
1: Mm. it how is that going so what about how is like the The dynamic of your family changing. So are you guys – you guys are home more? Like the kids are not in school? How are yeah, you guys? we've been home
0: for the last week. So I think the last time yeah. we went out was last Sunday. Um, hmm. And we – I worked – Tyson and I – I know that's not true because my mom had them um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So that's not true. They were at my mom's. Um but they haven't, like, we haven't been to the store. We haven't been out to eat anywhere. Um, yeah. And so I actually think that they're doing better, which makes me That's so sad. going to be my question. Oh. Made you question. They, yeah, it made me question everything. Like, not question <laughs> if I'm homeschooling. There's no way. But I think the, <laughs> I think just, like, the consistency of our presence and, um, they, my kids do really good with other people. They rarely, like, cry when we have to leave them somewhere or drop. They don't really mm-hmm. cry when we take them to school. Um, they're pretty adaptable. But I feel like, like, even Bravery, she's very um, – she just seems centered better. Mm. Um, and she is going stir-crazy. She needs to get out more. But we got – a friend of ours gave us, like, this little plastic slide thing in the backyard. It's one, like, tiny – toy for toddlers but they made it their castle and they're like they're not fighting as much because they're stuck together now and um Mm. they tell on each other all the time but our new thing is like go figure it out like you have to figure it out for at least a couple minutes and then if you can't figure it out come talk to me um Mm -hmm. but yeah they're fighting a lot less i feel like i know them more which is really sweet Mm. um yeah It, it is making me question everything um but I also it's feel really like interesting. in our job and our work, I don't, I don't feel like I need to change anything. I feel like I'm in this weird, like, tension, I guess, where mm. I'm just like, what, what is going to happen after this? Like, what exactly is, yeah. do we go back? We can't. We can't go back to the way it was, like, in any that's, form. Church yeah, is never going to be the same. <clears throat> Economy is never going to be the same. Family style is never going to be the same. So what is going to happen after this?
1: Mm. You think it will be a long term change or do you think we'll like, you know, with time just forget and kind of go back, fall into our old stuff?
0: I think I mean, I think with any like global tragedy that there is a there's an adjustment period where we're like, we're going to do better. It's like almost a camp high experience mm. um, because we've all fought a war together. Yeah. Um, But I do think it will change. I do think it will change for a lot of people, the perspective of how much they actually need. So like I think about the people that are, um, you know, buying all the toilet paper and stocking up for Y2K, you know, level food. Yeah. Um, you know, they're doing that out of of fear. And so, you know, there's no shame there. I literally went to Trader Joe's twice in one week and spent way too much money. But, (laughs) I think at the, at the end of it, we're going to look at our freezers and we're going to look at our toilet paper stashes and we're going to look at our water reservoirs and we're going to be like, oh, we didn't we actually all. need yeah. this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we actually need less than we think we do. Like I've, I've like craved going to Target pretty much every day this week <laughs>
1: <laughs> and haven't gone. Dude, and I saw I think- your post about. It was something like Target did something great for their employees. And you're like, this is exactly why I'm going back to Target as soon (laughs) as possible. (laughs) Support this company. (laughs) But every day
0: I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to go get this. Or I need to go get that. Or, you know, we got this dog and he doesn't shed a lot, but he sheds enough for me to like, maybe that's why I'm vacuuming (laughs) every day. (laughs) Oh, I see what it is. The dog. yeah. But it's like, I need to go get this Swiffer sweeper to make sure my floors don't have hair all over them. But I haven't gone to get them. And I'm like, oh, how much money am I saving by not <laughs> being able to do something? You know, is that going to change how I view my family and view our financial, mm. you know, stability? And I don't know. I just don't, I don't, what, what do you think? Like, do you think you're going to, your family's going to be the same after this? Or, <laughs> um, I mean,
1: there's one huge huge difference is that the kids were home already. They don't notice the difference. If anything, I'm just accomplishing more homeschooling than ever because we're actually (laughs) stuck at home. So when people think homeschooling, you must understand I can't stay home. Like we go to the park, we go to museums, we're out and about a lot. So to stay home this much, we're getting a lot done. (laughs) Um, But I think, I think I'm just realizing like how like you ever have one of those moments where you're just you just realize like oh it it's me and you you and Tyson it's me and you mm. like me and Ish and I just I just think like it's us like this is it mm. like there, yes we have other people that we love and that we care about but at the end of the day like our life is you and me and these kids in our life like that's mm. it and just thinking about thinking about the way we live our lives and um have you guys had that the conversation
0: ima- what like in this in this you know quarantine have you guys like had that moment where you just sit and you look and you're like hey it's me and you
1: um no because i think we're enjoying i think we're enjoying it because i used to go to work at night and i don't we miss like our nights at home i like to be home at night Hmm. um but and it's it's a little weird for ish because he's he doesn't really need a ton of he's an introvert not an intro. i don't know if that's true but either way, I had this conversation with him, and I was telling him, I'm going a little stir-crazy socially. Like, I need to get out. I miss my people. I, I'm not much of a hugger, but I think I'm going to hug everyone after this. Um,
0: <laughs> we all just became <laughs> like huggers in 2020.
1: We all became huggers. Or we all said, everybody stay away forever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but he was like, actually, this is kind of nice. I don't really notice the difference. And I was like, I'm dying a slow death over here, and you're just enjoying the <laughs> fact that you don't have to commute every day. But – it's just showed me that like his experience and this was another thing too, like realizing how our day to day, like he has an entire day. He has an entire day that I don't know anything about when he's at work Mm. and he comes home and you know, we come together and I just don't know what went on in his day. And so I think like those connection points are going to become more and more important. And um, I think we're going to miss each other a lot when we go back to work. But I'm just enjoying the sweetness of him being here. He comes down like, so in the morning we make the coffee and I usually don't see him in the morning. Usually he gets up really early and leaves before I'm up because he commutes. Um, So he gets, we get up in the morning together and make our coffee and the kids are having breakfast. And, um, you know, I say, have a great day. And he goes up the stairs and then, you know, snack time, he comes downstairs. It's like, Hey guys, what are you having for snack? And all right, Mm -hmm. see you at lunchtime. And, It's, it's almost like it makes me think of, which is maybe kind of weird, but it makes me think of, of like when families were always like this, like, Mm. like people worked on their land, like, you know what I mean? And they, they weren't all so separate. And, and it it made me realize that I really do. I really do love the lifestyle that we have chosen for each other and, and for our family, because it is togetherness is something that we really prioritize. And even though I'm working right now, Um, we still are pretty protective of our togetherness and, you know, togetherness is why I homeschool. Like I love seeing the kids together. Like it's never been some people just the homeschooling community has a lot of different types of people. And some people are really, it's all about like the education, like the kind of education you can get at home. But for me, it's like, they're going to get educated either way. Like I came Mm -hmm. from public school. I did just fine. Um, yeah, maybe there'll be this, this and that, but for me, it was more about like the relationship and the togetherness and watching Mm -hmm. their relationships grow together. And, um, and so in this, in this situation where we're stuck in the house, I'm really like soaking up this togetherness and that, like that little portion of our family's mission and purpose is really being solidified. Um. Mm. We're praying a ton. The kids are praying a ton. We're home every night That's now so together cool. at dinner, and Eli prays at the table, and they pray like take the sickness and the sadness and the badness. Mm-hmm. And then Eli says all kinds of weird things when we pray too. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but but it's just cool to see. Like it's just cool to experience all that togetherness, even though it's in these kinds of circumstances. I really feel like I really feel like we're going to learn something and we're going to take something um, from this. I think it's just our nature. I think it's just human beings. I think we do that. I think we we try to take the good and we try to run with it. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I love that that word togetherness. I don't think I've ever used it or heard it. So if Mm -hmm. if you could sum up what the definition of togetherness is for you,
1: what would it be? I think togetherness is, I would say it's, it's not just time together or even in the same space. It's, it's, um, it's like a reciprocal relationship that's happening at the time. Mm. So like, even just before this, I was with Rosalie and we were working really hard to rebuild this Lego set she bought two years ago that we swear all the pieces still exist on the Lego table somewhere. (laughs) Um, you know, and we're working together and we're celebrating when we find one piece that we've been looking for, for 10 minutes. And, she's telling me about the time that she broke it in her room and she remembers where this piece went. And Mm. it's just like, um, there's just an exchange happening. It's not just shared space. It's a, it's like a, it's a tie of your hearts and you're, you're building something, you know, between you and them. And I think for my motherhood and, and again, homeschooling, like that was the whole point. Like I'm, I'm trying to build this connection between them that will when my authority is gone and I'm, and I'm their mom, but they're adults will have that strong connection that I, we spent all that time building. Um, and they'll have those strong connections that they spent all that time building. So that was a really long rant, but nobody's ever asked me to define togetherness. So (laughs) no, I love that. I actually
0: just got this like word, this like mental image in my head when you were talking about the, you know the self-isolation and the togetherness and it's it's the what did you say it's the exchange like there's an exchange Mm. happening and it's the idea that you can't have a you can't have a wave without the receding of a tide like Mm. you there has to be a pullback in order for there to be an overflow and a pullback and an overflow and you can't just keep overflowing all the time Yeah. And at some level we're being forced into a a pullback, you know? Oh yeah. And there's, you know, unfortunate corners of the church world that will call it God's judgment and punishment. And then there's unfortunate corners of the world that will say that it's God's grace and God's, you know, God's making this happen. And I just, I hate it. So I hate reading that stuff so much because I'm like, Like, what are, what are we communicating to the world, you know? But um, instead of just looking at it as, like, I don't know who's doing this, and I know that sin, sickness and disease are not from the Lord. Um, but at the end of the day, like, God promises to take everything and turn it for the good of those who love him, and then we yeah. stop there. But it goes on in verse 29, you know, Romans eight twenty-eight. 28. Uh, mm. Dang it, how does it start? Uh, All things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his word and then we stop but after in verse 29 it says so that they might become formed to the one they are, you know to Jesus mm-hmm. so it's this idea that God's working everything together so that we might look like Jesus not just so we can right. get a bigger paycheck or a better car or a better house it's yeah it's this idea that there's this pruning and this fashioning and he doesn't I don't think he causes sickness and disease but he can For sure, use it, and so you know we can look at and say, this isolation thing is gonna, it is gonna wreck some people's lives. But the church can step up and say, like maybe this will show us how much we need human Mm. connection. Um, Yeah, and so when it is all said and done, like shoot, we should all become huggers. You know, right? Yeah, (laughs) we should realize like we need that skin to skin, hand to hand, like body to body contact from other humans because that's Mm. what we were designed for you know yeah um that togetherness that exchange and maybe god's giving you like like a a picture in your own home of what he wants in his church because as part of the church for you sure. are a family at, in within this giant family and yeah so you guys are getting to experience something that the church need like they need the Nunez's mm. to step up and to teach us how to be together. To te- I need Evelyn to step up and teach me how to be together with my kids and Eli how to mm. be to- and pray bold, weird, wild prayers, you know.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, he'll do that. And, yeah. That's really good. I feel like as you were saying that about the church, that the unique situation now with it happening everywhere is that the, the church, like the collective mm. church, Is going through the same thing and maybe for the first time we're all on the same page and our Mm. goal is the same to bring the truth and to bring the hope into the homes of the people and we're we're all hindered in this weird way and whether you know you're a a mega church that's been doing online services for however many years or you just set up zoom and recorded a message like either way like the church right now like the goal is to reach the people and inspire them with the message of the gospel and that hope, um, you know, and to connect people. And I, I think it's, I think God is using it. And I think that the church will experience this great wave, you know, yeah. after this receding. I love that image. I'm going to hang on to that. It's really good. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, dude. See, it's so crazy. we're going to make it. <laughs> we are going to make it. We're going to make it.
0: We are going to make it. For I, sure. I'm for sure keeping my dog, though, because he is my
1: protector. He's so cute. I'm so Dude, jealous. He's so cute. I want a he's dog, really but I can't. I know. Can't happen, allergies. Hashtag allergies. <laughs> you guys can hold me. Dude, I don't even know if that's possible. I've given up. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm glad to hear it's cool that it's cool the good stuff I love hearing that like the way that you guys are what you're seeing and what you're like what I'm hearing is that you're experiencing joy like you're experiencing joy in your family that you didn't have the opportunity and like you're being forced into this weird situation and and God is just pouring out joy like that's really I think that's really cool that can give us something to look forward to you know
0: yeah yeah we are laughing We're laughing a lot more as a family, but I don't think it's because we didn't laugh before. I think it's because we just have more time to laugh, you know, and Mm. I gave Rhythm a piggyback ride today, probably for the first time ever in his whole life, and he just giggled, and I'm like, who knew that, like, strapping my kids' arms around my (laughs) shoulders and just running up and down my 15 square, 1,500 square foot
1: house would just give him the most joy, Dude, the yes. things we have time to discover now is just, <laughs> right? Like, we have so much time to discover all these crazy things. It's amazing. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. And life is stressful, and there are bills to pay and mm-hmm. things to worry about, but they don't have to, we don't have to problem solve everything all the yeah. time. That's good. Like, we can stop and laugh for a second.
1: Amen. So. Love it. All right. Well, all right. hopefully this ends quick. Yep so I can come see you. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and hug you. No six feet. With all the kids. I know. It's going to be great. That is. All
0: right. All right. Love you.
1: Love you too. Bye. Bye.